Hello there. Hello. <laughs> the smooth beginnings. <laughs> You're listening to the recommendation game, a film of the week podcast, where we take turns to recommend a film the other has not seen. We watch it and then we meet to discuss it. You're listening to Dublin Digital Radio, and this week's film is Possession from 1981. And the synopsis is. After Anna reveals to her husband, Mark, that she is having an affair, she leaves him and their son. Mark is devastated and seeks out Heinrich, the man who cuckolded <laughs> the man who cuckolded him, only to receive a beating. After a series of violent confrontations between Mark and Anna, Mark hires a private investigator to follow her. Anna descends into madness, and it's soon clear that she's hiding a much bigger secret, one that is both inexplicable and shocking. <laughs> God. Okay. Um, <laughs> the film was directed by Andrew Zulowski. Yeah. Produced by Mary Laurie Rayer. Written by Frederick Tuten and Andrei Zulowski. Starring Isabel Agnani and Sam Neill. <laughs> Music by. Oh my god, they're going to make me see it a third time. Music by Andrei Korzyniski. Cinematography by Bruno Newton. And edited by Mary Sophie Dubus and Suzanne Lang Willer. Well done. <laughs> edited by two women. Um, this week's film was picked by Ricardo. Yes. Ricardo, why did you pick this film? Well, like uh, possession. Um, well, to begin, Zulowski, <laughs> uh, the director. Um, for one, uh, I, I was not familiar. <laughs> When uh, when I think of Zulowski, I think of the review in the Roger Ebert site uh, by Scoutophobia. He also did the um, uh, the on uh, what was the name Unloved, the series that I was. Um, oh, yeah. they were great! Oh, I remember you saying that he wrote for RedTraper.com. Yeah, and uh, the he did a review for Zulowski's last movie before he died called Cosmos in 2015. Mm. And uh, the review starts with, as per usual, this movie has more cinema than possible for <laughs> 103 minutes. <laughs> and uh, I think that is uh, very much the case with Zulowski as a filmmaker. He's a balls-to-the-wall director. <laughs> like, uh, there's, no, there's no quiet introspective scenes in the cinema <laughs> um but the, he's often compared with brian de palma mm. uh, as a stylist and i think that it is in comparison that it's completely unfair because uh de palma in a way uh, for one de palma was copying the style of somebody else and just heightening mm. like de palma's entire career is just trying to be hitchcock mm. and that's it well, Zulowski is trying to do uh, Bergman, but batshit crazy. Um, Which is a fascinating thing to say yeah. in regards to Bergman. Uh, th- this movie was uh, once described, Possession was once described as watching Bergman's uh, scene from a marriage while taking a bad turn in an acid trip. <laughs> and I think that any movie that starts as a drama, but it has the credit for creature design <laughs> but, <laughs> by, by the guy that it's did... They're very prominent, like, you know, you know, holdover from the 70s yeah. with the credits on the screen, like yeah. as in, you know, massively on the screen. Oh, it's beautiful. But I laughed this time because I, like, the first time that I watched this movie, last time that I seen this movie was a couple of years ago. And I hadn't copped the name and it just <laughs> makes me, 
it makes me laugh so much that this movie was being made at the same time as the pre-production for E.T. was being made. Yeah. And the guy that did the it's creature is the same guy. It's just the thought of him having to work on both creatures at the same time. It's like, oh, I want to be that guy though. Yeah, like what a what a career. It's like, uh, I think that. Uh, any uh, movie that uh, has been described as the movie that uh, Sam Neill's wife leaves him from a, for an octopus, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a also, movie that I want to watch. Apparently, based on he wrote it after he went through a bad divorce. Yeah, yeah, like uh, it's uh, it's autobiographical in a way, uh, but also like the uh, 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 that we'll get into it. Uh, I think that this movie is partly also the uh, what we're talking about the Palma there just to uh, claw back is that claw, also. Uh, <laughs> Is that the Palma is a heartless filmmaker? Mm. Like, if you take Harry out of the equation, all his films are kind of stylistic, but there's no heart. Mm. Well, here's like the heart is open and wounded. <laughs> yeah. And just, oh, they're like a like it's a leaking. gushing wound. It's le- yeah, it's, it's ga- leaking. <laughs> it's gushing. Gushing. Gushing wound. Yeah, uh, it is uh, incredibly intense movie. Uh, uh, another way th- that uh, somebody described this movie when it came out is a movie that uh, begins uh, in a state of hyster- hysteria and somehow manages to up the ante <laughs> as it goes along. And I think that is one of those few, like, again, the, it's something that I often try to pick for the podcast is movies that are, are both unique in how they're made and what the movie is, but also as an experience. Mm. I think that... Very few films makes me make me feel as uncomfortable and uh, as like two hours. destroyed as this movie. Like even the part that it's just a marriage breaking down, mm. it is unbelievably raw and real. And it's the presence so of the destroying. child as well. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> I was watching it with Alex, and Alex kept going, "That kid." He doesn't come out okay at the end. <laughs> and I was like, no. yeah. Uh, Zulowski as well, before making the movie, he uh, uh, talked to the actors for ages. There's a Polish uh, theater uh, director, I can't remember the name now, who was a big inspiration to uh, Zulowski. And the the idea of this uh, director, uh, po- uh, theater director is that the entirety of a performance was the entirety of you. Mm. Uh and this movie is the closest uh, anybody has gotten to portray how it is to see one of your man's plays. Mm. And it's so... like He got to a stage with the actors that they were completely comfortable in doing anything. It's, I think that it's incredibly brave performances everywhere. Mm. Because none of them should work. Mm. But they're all amazing. Little baby Sam Neill. Yeah. Also, Sam Neill, who you should follow on Twitter, by the yeah. way, because he's amazing. Oh, yeah, he just he's, posted. He's, yeah, he literally, like, like, two days ago, posted. It's like it's the, it's the like an overhead shot of the two of them, like, you know, after they've been shot, yeah. they're dying and bleeding everywhere. Like, he just put, like, messy night or <laughs> yeah. something. Like, uh, and, uh, his fa- he said it's his favorite film he's ever worked on. Oh, yeah, like... Uh, uh, by all accounts, it was a wonderful experience to to it's strange, just, but funny. Work. And uh, people say that about horror, though that it's, yeah. it's different. To... But also, it's like the 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 actress, what's his name, Anya Anna, I think. Um, uh, Isabel Ad Adyani. Ayani, yeah. Ayani? The Isabel Ayani uh, uh, described how after she watched the movie the first time mm. uh, she said to Zulowski, uh you shouldn't be allowed to uh, 
use the camera this way because it shows too too much mm. but not in a not as a complaint uh kind of a, as a backhand compliment let's say mm. that she didn't realize how far she had gone until she saw it yeah and i think that it is incredible her performance is one of the best performances that ever won like best actor or actress mm. in Cannes. i think uh, just that scene in the that we would get get in uh, the scene in the in the in the train tunnel is unbelievable. But every little choice that Zulowski makes in this movie, uh, I back even the idea of that he closed down the streets and everything, so mm, there's no there's extras, no people, there's yeah. no people. It's creepy. Um, but it's a movie that somehow. Um, the when it manages to go into the horror and i think it was like his objective is that you almost feel relieved mm. because it's, it's no less, longer yeah. it's less real but at the same time it, it becomes uh introspective the same way that he felt after the initial uh hit of the breakup mm. in him so I think that it really works as a psychological analysis of a uh, uh, breakup of a relationship, but it's also an allegory about what he feels about nations. And that's why it's set in Divided Berlin, mm. because he got kicked out of Poland twice, once under Nazi occupation, and then he went back. And uh, He mm. made a movie called The Devil, which is amazing as well. Mm. And uh, the Russians didn't like it at all. So he got kicked, he got out, kicked again. out again. And uh, it was one of the ideas that this movie is made with French money. And like it's all kind of people from different backgrounds mm. meeting up to, to make this movie together. And I think, again, it's why everybody enjoyed making it. But it's one of those few films that it, you can't tell anybody enjoyed making it. <laughs> I think that it, it's uniquely intense. I, I, I think that uh, as well, it's hard to uh, describe uh, exactly how well done it is to the sense that up to the very final moment of the movie, the sense of uneasiness mm. and sadness and mm. escalating dread. Grief, definitely. It just keeps going and going and building up and building up. And I think, again, it's one of those amazing movies that it works um, like very well as a whole, mm. but also has incredibly uh, captivating individual moments that sticks with me forever mm, visually uh both visually and also that it's mm. like the the emotions like mm. just resonate like uh also because even um even when the movie is going like going into its lovecraftian te themes and creatures and etc it maintains the central heart and it, it's weird as well because none of the characters are likable but that's why it works as well because everybody's already been broken. It's mm. it's one of those rules of screenwriting that it's like come in as late as possible and leave as early as you can. Mm. This movie does exactly that. It, like a lesser filmmaker would have shown like scenes of the marriage when it was okay. Yeah, you know, like this movie starts at the like <laughs> it's it, already gone. <laughs> yeah, like it's already over. I I, I the hope is lost. I, I really want to be in the presence of somebody that has no idea what this movie is about. Yeah. And they're just sitting there like it comes up on the TV and the movie starts and they just think that it's going to be like uh, like 
Kramer versus Kramer or I something. I knew nothing about it, what it was. I literally just put it on. Like, <laughs> oh, I, like that's the best way to, <laughs> to watch. I think that like I I knew quite a bit about the movie before seeing it, and it wasn't the first Zulowski movie that I saw. Mm. Uh, the Devil was the the first one that I saw. He also did the most important thing is love. Which is another really good movie, mm. uh, but I think this is somehow uh, the best introduction to his work mm. because it's uh, in a way the most accessible uh, of his films. <laughs> Plus, it, Sam Neill. <laughs> well, Sam Neill is incredible in this movie. I think that uh, he hasn't had a, a better performance uh, than this. Mm. Uh, uh, I think it's the 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 complete performance like that you forget that you're watching a performance and mm. i think that in this kind of film it's really important because it is the moment you have to you step away from this movie it's never gonna bring you back yeah because it is there's no hand holding there's no patting it back everything is gonna be all right there's like no scene with the kid that is like oh <laughs> they're getting along or whatever <laughs> no poor bob but oh. But like uh, in every aspect, like the movie makes sense, but in a way that doesn't make sense because the movie shouldn't <laughs> make sense. But I think that it's when not only thematically, uh, that we'll get to the ending as well and everything about which like this is both Sam Neill's second appearance in the podcast. Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, that's going back. <laughs> and also, this is the second Berlin Wall film that we've done. Yes. Wings of Desire. And, um, yeah, like, I think that, uh, uh, above all, I wanted to know what your take on the movie would be. Like, I think, again, it's something that I've been, like, having in the, my back pocket for a mm. while. Uh, I thought that it would be also, um, as soon as I watch Beast because of its links to Beauty and the Beast and stuff like that. That'll mm. be an interesting, like... Um, back to back. Back to back. Mm. Uh, also, like, incredible female performances, uh, like, conflicting relationships, the idea of, like, abusive love and stuff like that. That. Mm. Uh, um, so, yeah, uh, without further ado, what did you think of uh, Possession? I'm just going to yeah um this is an interesting one um <laughs> no to say the least sorry <laughs> yeah um <laughs> this movie i found to be complete and utter torture um and not in a good way uh not in the way that i feel that he has intended and now this is a i say it's a funny one because i hated every moment of this right yeah. but at the same time there are things within it that I find very admirable and like admirable science, but the, the idea of like the, the theme behind it, the idea of like destructive love, the idea of like, of the idealism at the end of, of like the idealism of your, you know, like of, I find that the idea of that in itself and the way he wants to attack it, I think is interesting. I, think, I like the idea of this film, but watching it was literally the longest two hours of my fucking life. This it's two hours of screaming. Like, I love, I love body horror. I love crazy films. I love, you know, we've done enough crazy films of people who just, you know, 
This is, they have a vision. This is their vision. This is just what they do. They could not possibly make another movie. They could, like, you know, any other type of film. They could not possibly, like, go and work and fund, like, fucking TV pilots or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, this is the only thing this guy can do. And in that sense, I find it, like, you know, I find this film fascinating. But I swear to God. (laughs) Like. This film, like, comes out of the gate screaming. Like, I had to keep turning the volume down because there is so much fucking screaming. Like, there's no, like, development into screaming. It's just, it's just, just two hours of screaming. So, like, I started, I started started off and I was fascinated because I was like, this, okay, the setting is fascinating. Like, this, this idea of the breakdown of the relationship. I thought she was brilliant. I really like Sam Neill. Also, just side note, I think one of the best things about Sam Neill's performance is that he starts off like a boy almost and becomes Sam Neill. It's so funny. I find his, because of his, like, he almost like haggers. Because I was wa- watching him at the start and I was like, Jesus, he barely even looks like Sam Neill. I don't know what they did to him. It fa- it's really fascinating to see his, like, decline. And, like, you, like, really, I mean, there are things in this that I find really fascinating. But I swear to God, I sat there and, like, I had to pause it every so often and just be like, <sighs> back to the fucking screaming. I think I've hated I hated it more than any film we've done. More I, than over a yes, lovely one. I hated it more than I think any film I've seen in a long time. Like it was oh, a Jesus. it was an ordeal. Um, <laughs> I just yeah, I, like I just I wanted everyone to die <laughs> just immediately. Like I started off really invested in Anna and like obviously you can't like anybody, but that's never a problem whenever people are interesting and. Um, and then the scene whenever they're in the kitchen with the electric knife and everything I was like no I'm done <laughs> I was like I can't I can't I can't no there's nothing and then by the time the fucking you know monsters revealed and I was like I don't even care I was like I was like that's cool makeup you know like that you know yep great E.T. guy great I don't I just, oh god I just <sighs> yeah the whole the like the faith and chance thing whenever she's like in the ballet studio and I was literally just there gritting my teeth and I was like just shoot her in the face just shoot her in the face shoot her in the face I I can't take another minute of this and what's funny about it is is that like I don't think it's I don't think it's bad filmmaking it's just it's almost as if he succeeded too far that I oh yeah that's the idea of the movie I I know but it was I, I was just I can't I couldn't even appreciate by the end of it, I was like, I don't even care that this is like the most like, because it's, this is so fascinatingly shot. Like, because I was watching it and I was like, oh, hello, it's 1981, but it's 1977. You know, like it's beautiful. The color palette, what I love about it as well, it's like, you know, it's an East West Berlin film, but at the same time, like, it's like there's Soviet influences, but at the same time, there's like, oh, it, it's there's like a little bit like new Hollywood. It's like a, the visual style is what I find really fascinating. There's so much movement in this, like very smooth movement, like really, you know, like it, it's but about an hour into it. I, I don't care about anything. I want this to be over. Like, <laughs> so. <clears throat> well, I can't say that I, I wasn't expecting perhaps this happening because it is a movie. <laughs> It also, uh, it didn't scare me. Like, I find... It's, it's, no, no, it's not that, oh, it's not a horror movie or whatever, but I didn't even find it unsettling or creepy. Like, at the beginning, um, 
it 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 started I had such good intentions with it at the start because I was like oh ho, ho, this is gross Jesus kill me shoot me just kill me I, like once once it lost me that was it it was over it was gone that's what I mentioned and there that yeah, if it, was, it loses it you gone. there's no it was gone no going back. and I was like that I, I uh, and just every yeah. <laughs> It, 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 at the start it made me think of so many things I love like so much Don't Look Now like so much even the European city the the, the like the, the the crazy like the like the performances in that film the like the, the it, like how intent on realism they were in that film like not even with like the crazy sex scene or whatever but if they're like of ramping everything up and like you know give, making your actors give you as, as everything they have and like I, I like they. I can only appreciate that because it is really impressive, and like Sam Neil is like, because I was like Sam Neil at the start. You're a bit kind of like, I'm not sure about this odd accent he's doing, and why is the child British and interesting? And then like the scene where it's, it's like he's, you know, he's had love heroin. You know what I mean? That he's literally he's got the shakes and everything and the sweats and you know it's like, you know, the thought of the sheer it's. It's like heartbreaking and crazy, and you know you're there for the emotion of it and everything, and then it just it's just another scene where they're just screaming, and then you know even like the scene whenever they're in the they go to the cafe and they're they're you know he's throwing the furniture around, and I was like I'm so here for this. This is crazy. Oh yeah, and the, the waiters but, come yeah, in and like, they wrestle him down. But, you know it's crazy because I've never seen like. The only actor I could that I could think of that was like Al Pacino, but you know Al Pacino just kind of does Al Pacino, even you know not so much in his earlier roles, but you know where it's, it feels yeah, yeah. like an Al Pacino performance. You know, obviously we did talked about Scarecrow, or whatever, but or even something like Dog Day Afternoon. But um, in this, it's because I have no basis for Sam Neill doing anything like this, or indeed any actor even from the time doing this. That yeah. I like, I'm not surprised that you. Um, said that it's based on like the theater of this because you get that because it doesn't feel like movie um movie dedication let's say where it's you know oh christian bale he gained so much weight and they lost so much weight is it killing him probably but wow it's he deserves yeah you know what i mean it feels it feels much more like of people who they develop a character for so long on the stage practicing and then they perform it every night yeah. So that the character is them. They have given literally, you know, like of a character that is so much of yourself because you're performing it in front of people, like it's palpable. And that's what's fascinating about this, like especially for her as well, that it's like you feel like I've never witnessed the unraveling of a person who's already unraveled as much like, you know, in my entire life. It's, and yeah, it's it is funny to say like, oh, that they had a good time making it. But at the same time, I can understand why when you're an actor and like how much this kind of experience would mean to you of being yeah. able to like feel so like and not like feel you know it's not like something where people were exploited to get that performance it's where you developed this yeah with the director with everyone who was there with your other actors etc and you know it's like you know at the end of the day like most of films are based around acting and actors yeah. and and like performance and everything and um i think it's it's it shows whenever people have had a good time 
like like not just that they you know had the crack or whatever because you know something Mark Wood says about like comedies where people say that they had a great time making them are often not very good comedies but like because it's it doesn't translate to screen it's whereas more like people in this, thought that the job was rewarding that yeah. perhaps the day-to-day was even in... like it made me think of like in wildlife as well of like you know a, you know a director that was an actor and of how well the not just of how like complimentary the actors were of the director afterwards but how um they spoke so much like they they had so much feeling and like of the like clearly like even Jake Gyllenhaal he's like you know crazy um and very intense but you could feel that he'd had a very good experience making the film and that he really understood his character not just his character but the, the whole movie around his character yeah like I find that it's a it's a very nice thing to witness um but yeah, in saying this, I, I hated it. <laughs> that almost sounded like you liked it, but um, no, <laughs> I wanted to die. It was awful. <laughs> like, uh, like I say, I think that <sighs> perhaps, like, uh, it was gonna be one of my questions. Is that I think that in a way, it's a strangely cathartic experience for me to watch it because it reminds me so much of my childhood. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Like when you uh, are a child of a divorce, but not only a divorce, like a very bad divorce that mm. you watch unravel as a kid. Mm. And uh, I think because also the movie makes a point of not taking a side in the scenes mm. uh, between Samuel and uh, and uh, Isabella and and Yanni. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, that it, it put me back in that place, but in the same way, in a way that I could deal with my emotions mm. and kind of because obviously there's no way of living through that without having some scars. Mm. And uh, no matter how well my mom did mm. afterwards, but I think that like perhaps that's why I always really liked this movie. Like I, I, I think in a way I know it's a shoddy movie and I had forgotten how shoddy it was. And considering mm. that we just moved into a new flat, I was like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want yeah. them to bring the guards. Like, uh, I me don't tend to, to worry think... here about yeah. volume because we're like we're set there's like a big concrete wall. We can't hear our neighbors at all. But I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I turned it down. <laughs> it but... was like the Sunday night of the bank holiday weekend and I was like, kill me. But it, again it felt that realness that you were mentioning that is not movie kind of thing that mm. it, you often get like especially in Hollywood that you had the screenwriting kind of thing that it's like, oh let's build the scene. So you have to build to the argument. Yeah. In real life it's kind of Actually, it just sorry goes yeah you made sorry you made me just think there uh mark remote reviewed that keanu reeves winona writer film yeah and uh they played a scene from it and then he reviews it and he was like it's just like t- it's like a he's like it's like a table read as yeah. in they just they're just they're just reading their lines yeah like there's nothing behind it and i was like that's actually the polar opposite to what this film yeah is. <laughs> <laughs> as much as i kind of still want to see it because i love both of them but you know uh, Mark mm. Amold loves this movie, by the way, because of course. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm pretty. <laughs> there's a special place in his heart for all 72 of the video nasties. <laughs> but like, by all accounts, Sadowski was like the nicest guy ever. Like, it's just that uh, like... he, he, he committed to his project. Yeah, and that is incredibly admirable. Like, but... I, I would never, I could never like resent this film. You know, like when you watch yeah. a film and you're like, I hate this. Why was this ever made? Yeah, I'm glad this was made. It's nuts. <laughs> I do think as well that like some like this movie like yesterday I watched it yesterday and it was kind of like 
yeah it was for one uh, I watched it with Alex who hadn't seen it mm. and she went I'm not sure I liked it but it stays with you <laughs> like yes and she goes and I wasn't bored at all like I was oh. entertained throughout and I went like this is not terms of endearment uh, <laughs> but uh, but the but the thing I think that is also because it's such a shouty movie, mm. it kind of has to hit you on the right like day, and you can't yeah, really I, prepare I did, for it. I did kind think of about that, and I was like, "Oh, was I tired or whatever?" But like, the thing I, is, I, like, I kinda, God. no, not even tired. Or I was just like, but no, I was really. I was game for it. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I was like, it's Sunday night. I was like, yeah, because I didn't want to watch it like midweek or something. I was yeah. like, I was like, no, no, I'm gonna take the time with the bank holiday weekend. I'm gonna do it, and. um yeah, so I. No, but I, more like, in an emotional I, I'd sense. I made dinner. You know, like I wasn't. I wasn't like. I yeah. I, I don't know what I would have. I, I don't know because. I because I normally whenever I know that my mood is just not right for something, yeah. you can kind of tell and. I don't. I don't know what it was that just. But I don't think it's mood. I think it's having patience because this movie requires patience. It's not. Yeah. It's not a a a, a simple watch. I think it's kind of like, it's almost a, like. I don't know. I mean, like, I love Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Yeah. And that movie is torture. Yeah. Like, as it's as it stands as a play and as a as a film, it's torture. But I love that movie. Yeah. And I, and I can sit through it like multiple times. Yeah, but I think so. The, obviously, the, the, that's not. <laughs> I think know, that, it's uh, a different type of well, like it, marriage. In a way, is is similar in a way, but the 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 message of the torture, let's say, is that. Uh, for all the good that uh, uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf is, is that everything is in the surface. Yeah. So it, it's brilliant. Mm. It's amazing writing. It's amazing performances. It's uh, a perfect kind of film. Mm. But I think that this movie is the... It, the trick is almost like to look past the shouting, which is difficult, I'll admit. <laughs> but is that look, even... Look past the shouting. Is that... It, as in I tried really hard even and at the start I was able to do it and it just it just wears you down I, I can't I don't I can't you're not giving me anything it's but I think just it, but again it was, I think that the moment that really sells it for me mm. regarding that of the screaming is when Sam Neil goes to to her and says when I'm not with you uh, I look at you uh, like you're an animal Mm. And then as soon as I see you, that those emotions all go away. Mm. But he still treats her like an animal for the entire movie. Mm. And I think it's that idea, like the the moments that they are apart. Mm. It's the quiet moments. And it's like, I think that it's that even like the, the reason that there's no other people in the film is like the emotional God, states that they're... Fucking Heinrich. I'm, I hate... Uh, he... Heinrich. Oh my God. Because everyone is up to 11 in this movie. Yeah. I mean, he, I was just like, oh, he really frustrated me. Yeah. I was like, I, this is like camp. And I, I, I don't like, when he turns up drunk, and I'm just like, oh my, just no. Like, um, but like, I think that again, I think that that's the intention. I, I know. I fully, but I fully accept that. It's just. Like uh, I, there's something I the thing with the, his motorcycle. Oh, when I he needed, goes to the bar, something I needed. To, oh yeah, he's like, oh yeah, <laughs> wait there. <laughs> he just gets stabbed and goes to the bar I to drink. Love, I love sassy Sam Neil as well. Like that's the thing is that like 
I mean, by the time whenever they finally die, I'm just like, good. But at the same time, you know, but then it's like, they're like, perfect alter. You know, it's like, I loved it. That's the thing is that, like, I love the ideas in this film. But, and that's, I know, like you're saying about, like, your your childhood and, um, but I was thinking as well about wildlife and how, like, you know, even if you've never lived through or witnessed, like, the, the dissolve of a relationship or whatever, like, you can, you know, if you've been in a relationship, you understand, like, the, the, the idea of like the emotions, the anger, the hurt, but also the like, the the only like being unable to like sever the ties with yeah. someone. But imagine all those things heightened, but so heightened, but so raw, but oddly real. It's like it's very like it's fascinating, very like relatable because it's so human. Because like relationships are so much of, like any relationship, so much of much part of like of how destructive and how. And that, in a way, like any love is destructive yeah. because as it is, a, a love is a crazy concept, and like you know, it's, it's bananas and it shouldn't exist. But you know, without it, life has you know less meaning, and you know, it, it's oh, every like it, it. I like that idea, but at the same time, I, the, I was like, I get it. I don't need another hour and a half of it. Like the. But I think is that to get it, uh, you need the hour and a half, because <laughs> what this movie, like the thesis, really of the yeah. of the movie when it comes to relationships, mm. uh, and it's not stating that every relationship is the same. Let's say, but something like wildlife, it's easier to digest in a way because it's about. Yeah, I'm not saying. It's, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's I'm, more just that. Yeah, we did it recently and yeah yeah like but just to compare because like wildlife in a way it's like similar to let's say terms of endearment or yeah. any movie about like breakups or whatever like that even if they're done uh is that sometimes like those movies tend to be about people that weren't meant to be together yeah and it's like this kind of idea that for a brief moment until they decided to spend the rest of their life together, they kind of like gelled. Yeah. And then the rest of their a lives is trying time. to to hold to this the decision facade. that it was made yeah. uh, without it. But I think is that this movie is more, and it's again coming from Zulowski's own breakup, is love as an addiction. Mm. And it's time and time again in the movie... Uh, calls back to that idea even in the the way that some new girls yeah, three week bender. Control, yeah. but even in the way <clears> that um the allegory of the the beast let's say the uh anna says oh, i don't i don't want to go but does this happen to every couple mm. that like you kind of you get addicted to somebody else and obviously that person become a beast in your eyes if you're the the, the person the also, yeah yeah and she made a cuckold out of me yeah he comes out of the car um <laughs> and then uh, gets copied in the uh, ladybird uh, yeah uh, sorry i was reading somewhere years ago uh i'll try to find it as well the they uh people with mental health issues said that this was a movie that made because Zulowski had mental health issues as well mm. like depression and stuff that this was a movie that they would watch for catharsis mm because it felt like you're not alone because somebody has been able to describe exactly how it feels. Yeah. To have that. And I think that it's 
somehow like it is difficult and impossible and you wanted to stop like i'm not saying that i didn't have the same emotions <laughs> but i didn't get uh, <clears throat> taken out of the movie perhaps because i don't know maybe because i've had the like as an adult similar no like depressive periods of my life mm. and i feel that in the movie and uh, like even the crazier it gets the more i understand and i think it is one of like those unique pieces of cinema that is like nothing like reality whatsoever Mm. and but it's like showing a mirror back at your face Mm. the the point about like uh, is that it got re-released uh in 2012 i think Mm. and uh uh, somebody was reviewing in the movie and uh, like saying that it's a masterpiece, uh, misunderstood masterpiece of the times, etc. Obviously, disagreed with your taking the movie, uh, but the idea of even like the idea of I the can't ca- hate something and still think that maybe it is a masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> the, the camera movement when he's just been interviewed. By oh God, it's crazy time! It's so oh my God, that it's mad. Yeah. Because it's like the widest wide shot yeah. and it's moving around. It's crazy. And the the, <laughs> the idea that it's like even trying to record reality is a transgressive mm. action in this movie. And I think in so many moments there's like scenes, shots that are like point of view. It seems like a point of view shot and then somebody comes in and it's no yeah. longer a point of view. And uh, Yeah, it fucks with you. Yeah, I think that it like... I I think it's a movie that if it, if it let go its grasps, there's no going back. Yeah. But if it sinks its hooks on you, there's nothing like it uh, to experience. Like, mm. uh, it's like a roller coaster, but you're on coke, and <laughs> the roller coaster is on fire, and acid at the same time, and the roller coaster is on fire. <laughs> yeah. And um, like, all I can think. Sorry, for some reason, if you're talking, you're thinking about sharing. Was all I can think was Pierce Brosnan. Oh, yeah. oh, maybe we should <laughs> never anymore. Oh God, I I watched that on repeat. Like it's so good. Like I remember saying about the the things at the, at the start. I was like, I know that Sam Neill, but it doesn't. Does he know like some people just look really different whenever they're young? Yeah. Not that Sam Neill is aged badly, because I think he's very handsome. But like, I want like living his fire with him and all those pigs. Take <laughs> He's not. A, but it, it, I don't know. There's just something really boyish. And by the end of this, he is Sam Neill. Yeah. It's, it's this. I don't know if it was purposeful or what, but it's fascinating. Because I've. And the, and the whole. And the, the very. Like, maybe not the very, very end, because, you know, things have gone completely crazy time. But um, <clears throat> there's something like his, his face is. Because so much of this is. You're using their entire register of body and, and motion and everything. But yeah. so much of it is, is his face and his voice as well, because he has such a great voice. And yeah, just so funny that I, you know, within a week had watched Jurassic Park and then watched this movie. Yeah, but when it comes to this movie, I think that the ending is also one of those things that, at least for me, mm. uh, because I hadn't checked out before I came to the ending, is that kind of movie that I think I'm going to be disappointed when it comes to the end. Yeah. But I wasn't. No, I think the ending is great. But like, uh, just a, like one of the creepiest things that she does in the entire movie is how she's able to shoot herself in the back, Ugh. like the contortion. But even the like, 
I love the scene when they're having the argument outside in the street and she mm. jumps in front of the truck and the truck just go by. The and way, the, the way, and then she and laughs. Then, and then she kind of looks at him and smiles and just walks away with her arms like holding behind. Oof. But uh, like the the exorcism bit when she gives birth to evil in the like in the body fluids just start coming out of her ears and so every pore. Screaming though. Yeah, but like uh... it kind of like that obviously made me think of um, Exorcist uh, two, three. Which one did we do? Three, three. Yeah, sorry, three. Well, we didn't um... do the the awful one. The <laughs> the heretic. Uh, yeah, I was thinking. I was like, what's the bad one? Uh, it did kind of make me think of the, the the scene in that, which obviously is not a great callback for me because for me that was the bit that ruined the film. But um, not that I didn't I did enjoy that movie. But um, yeah, <laughs> see, I I love like. The gore—I think it's saying gore because it makes it sound so negative. But like, it is—it is brilliantly done, considering like this is nineteen eighty one, and like even the monster itself. Like when you're first like presented with it, and it's just like just like blah, like it is like it it is creepy. But uh, I just I wanted to like this so much. But then even like the day to day violence, let's say, like yeah. when he gets kicked in the face and like blood, he's just covered oh. in uh, in blood and uh, uh, and he hits her and she just starts bleeding down yeah. her mouth. But she's like running through the yeah, street. Like, uh, yeah, it's it, or even like when the fucking Henry gets stabbed on the side, like he just puts his jacket on the wound, but and then goes to the bone. And then you have the 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 weird gay detective agency yeah, guys i uh, lived with that detective it's like okay <laughs> like strangely progressive but yeah. then again it's berlin in the 80s uh, like west berlin is like known for like <laughs> nick cave was there somewhere uh, like <laughs> <laughs> yes and he wasn't addicted to love um <laughs> yeah he, he, he was probably in that of a fucking apartment they, they just didn't like bother <laughs> like <laughs> we didn't move him <laughs> we thought it had a texture um just him howling in the background because you wouldn't hear him over <laughs> the sound of her um do you have any further questions or points before we well, retire like, to our favorite things well like i think the like uh, to be honest it's like one of those movies that I, I had to come like half prepared for your take because it is a movie that it is divisive for a reason yeah like to be honest i am more surprised than not that it has like a really high rating of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Because it is... I understand that in other arenas or whatever, like, you know, people were talking about this as a lost gem and like, I think, you know, but yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is a bizarre one. I don't know. Yeah, because like there, there is the, the, the kind people of... People just aren't taking their time to review position. <laughs> yeah, like, like even like, uh, I think that this movie in a way, uh, even... Probably actually after Sam Neill, who's quite uh, vocal about his political views on Twitter, having put up that thing, people are going to realize he was in possession and now it'll end up with less good views, reviews. Yeah. That's a trajectory there that I predict. Go on. Okay. But uh, <laughs> uh, possession, like, yeah, for one, I also have to mention that, like, uh, I'm very glad that I said Andrei Zulowski because when I went to look for reviews of possession, 
uh, I found out that there is uh, another movie with uh, Aaron Eckhart and Rachel McAdams called Possession, which is a very, very, very different movie. Oh dear! That is like is some it, guy. Is it PG eight and a half weeks. Well, it's like it's meant to be kind of a horror, I think, about like a guy that is obsessed with a uh, poet back, back and he starts reading I the the books or something. Wait, wait let, let's read the synopsis of 2012's Possession and see if you would have liked it better. Oh god. Okay, 2002 movie. Sorry. Uh, sorry, not Rachel McAdams. Even more trans- transgressional. It's uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. And the, the synopsis oh, no. is Maud Bailey, Gwyneth Paltrow, a brilliant English academic, is researching the life and work of poet Christabel Lamotte. Then she discovers that she has magical powers. Roland <coughs> Mitchell, Aaron Eckhart, is an American scholar in London to study Randolph Harry Ash, Jeremy Northam. Known best, now best known for a collection of poems dedicated to his wife. When Maud and Roland discover a cachet of love letters that appear to be from Ash to Lamotte, they follow a trail of clues across England, echoing the journey of the couple over a century earlier. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to watch that whenever you leave later. Yeah, it's called Possession. <laughs> oh, goodness. The, from the director of the Nicolas Cage Wicker <laughs> I don't even know his name. Um, Neil Leblut. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, no, I watched the right one, so it's all good. I did wonder earlier. I was like, it'd be really funny because I'd like you know put up the social media of like the day that you were going to record. Yeah. You were like, that's the wrong movie. To be honest, uh, <laughs> when you were putting the social media, uh, I thought uh, you had liked it, uh... which was a like, good fake out. <laughs> Thank you. No, the thing is that I was writing a whole thing and I was like, I love writing about this. It's really like, it's so interesting. It's such an interesting time. I think the whole video analysis thing is fascinating. Um, I think it is as well. Like, uh, I'd like to see somebody that was like, big into video nasties stumble into this movie because it's just like oh i just like want dawn of the dead and you're like whoa scanners that evil was dead crazy. yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the like, crazy the, bit of this movie night of the living dead as well yeah like all all the deads they're all in there and then obviously they're day of the dead yeah they're all in there evil dead uh there's one as well return of the living dead yeah all the various sequels but um yeah it's just such a funny list it's like it's just I think the uh, reanimator is on it as well. Yeah. And From Beyond, which are a both... movie that got a massive bump in its sales after American Beauty. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh... Which is <laughs> the movie that inspired Kevin Spacey. Oh no! Oh no! Um, yeah. So, <laughs> Colonel, what's your favorite thing? Oh, I think it's Zalowski. Like, uh, I think the. <laughs> Just his mere existence, I think. Yeah, like, uh, I like a movie, like, even, like, let's say I didn't think this movie is as good as I think it is. I think that the only problem that I have with the movie is, like, because even though, like, Henrik annoys the shit out of me, (sighs) he annoys me in the way that is, like, I feel the way the because it's heightened the it way does. that like somebody would feel like if somebody's yeah, like new kinda, age kind of thing you, it, yeah it makes you kind of sympathize with sam neil yeah. for a good bit of it because you're just like oh my god this guy but also it's like so much of the movie 
including the monster or whatever it's like the psychological projection of what some neil is feeling mm. so i think that like if you found out that your wife was dating somebody that like you, you find out that was like a buddhist like yeah uh, no, no he's, this, he's this is the guy that you would imagine he's ian ray from yeah. high fidelity yeah. like what is his fucking name anyways like yeah. exactly <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I, I, uh, the the Margie character, the the the, the wife's oh, friend yeah, is really great. Uh, like. Should uh, we leave it at that then? Yeah, like uh, I've uh, already left it. You pathetic rebound, fuck. Sorry. Uh, like the, I love this. I spite you so much. Uh, like <laughs> you're on the wrong street. But I, I think uh, also like the, I, I like the callback also that the 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 person that helps Sam Neil at the end is the student uh, uh, Anna breaks her ankle in the studio. Oh. Uh, oh, I didn't notice that. And also like there's so many callbacks. Oh, we didn't even get to the doppelganger ideas and everything else, and also the <laughs> Cold War. It's a movie with a lot to unpack. Uh, but I think that even if I didn't like this movie as much as I do, mm. I have to love Zalowski for making it. Yeah. Because it's the opposite of, like, of De Palma. De Palma, like, I like a couple of De Palma movies, but it always it, feels that he's just sitting there it, going, how great I am. It, it is. They are. I. It's true that, like, they're very enjoyable films, but... It is the the sure idea. It's like the genesis of style over substance in yeah. that modern eighties, nineties. And then you get way. like in the the moment that you realize that is when he does Casualties of War. That is Brian De Palma fucking mm-hmm. trying to do a war crime fucking Vietnam story about like soldiers <laughs> raping a champagne, raping a, a, a Vietnamese girl that they just get from a village that they burned down michael j fox is like the soldier with a conscience there and there's the moment the speech that he's like talking about how bad the rape is bad uh, and also how like and it sounds like the ending of a south park episode you know when they're like moralizing and it's like you know if only yeah yeah and it's exactly that and i think it's like somebody like literally he just wanted to shoot a rape scene and when and the couple of battle scenes and napalm because he liked yeah, francis well, he, Ford Coppola. he wanted to he wanted to shock yeah yeah and but this is like it's beyond shock because it's like if anything is like Zulowski doing self harm to himself by mm. re, re, reliving yeah the, the horrible divorce yeah uh, and I think that it like to like anybody that is this committed to their vision and so well executed if it, even if you didn't enjoy it I think that it, it's something to be admired and there's very few filmmakers not only in Hollywood but worldwide they're willing to go to the lengths that he did mm. back in the day and I think it's a, a it is a a less a less, uh, uh, a, a less um, complete world since he's vanished from the mm. firmament of filmmaking oh very well put so what was your least least favorite thing <laughs> um the performances because it's so like dedication sounds like the wrong word it's it's like the most complete creation of a human on screen of like as in of 
of a person that is completely opened. Yeah. Like that, you know, you're nearly living in their skin because you've, you know, you feel their emotions so, so clearly, uh, you know, but not in the like acting, you know, and not even in the way that like, you know, oh, Jesus, it could have gone so bad. Yes. And you know, as well, I think part like obviously casting very important here that, that the fact that like, I think, I think Sam Neill particularly, obviously like she's really good, but I don't know her from other things. Whereas yeah. like for him, I had a kind of a basis and just, it's the fact that Sam Neill is so softly spoken and you know, you've seen him being like, you know, playing bad guys or whatever, but there's the idea of, of someone, and he's so little in this as well, he's very thin and it, of like a person that is so small and like, you know, delicate almost, but just like, bah, like, of, there's like, there's no barrier beyond, between what they're doing and what you, you're watching it. Yeah. And in a way that was for me, it's time, <laughs> but also kind of its strength. Yeah. So, I like, like that. <laughs> well, like, I felt that it is a testament as well for the movie that when I was turning down the sound is that I actually felt that somebody might think that there was an argument inside yes. the flat. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. It, it doesn't feel like a movie argument. No. It feels like shit yeah. is going down. You don't feel like the sound guy was like, okay, guys, you know the way we have our upper level here, so make sure you don't hit the upper level. I feel like they just sat back and went, this is what's going to happen in the scene. Go! And also it's like that sense of like not having any barriers. Mm. But I think that is the the environment that Zalowski created for them. That he, they, they were able to just go and not be restrained by anything and it yeah. feels like literally that you're poking at their brains like as in like uh, that it's just there like it, if you yeah. play like exactly that that if you played this over like in somebody's flat or something and you go to the next flat and go like Jesus they're really having an argument next door mm. they not for a second they think that it was a movie yeah. and I think it's, that, it's like you can't you can't feel the action point yeah you know what I mean you feel like say if they were like oh, okay we gotta like reload or whatever that they both just kept sort of you know what I mean that they kept themselves in it the whole time because I think it's also you can't like, imagine that they would ever like in the middle of any of these scenes be able to just stop yeah you know and not in a, like Daniel Day-Lewis I went and became a fucking butcher kind of way but not any shade on Daniel Day-Lewis because obviously he's great but uh, I want him to make me a very fine dress um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's a there's a real palpable. What's your least favorite thing? Um, I think the length, but I wouldn't call it to ninety minutes now. No, I think uh, two hours would have been uh, about right. I think yeah. that there's about maybe one argument too too far, but but <laughs> I think more than anything is that there's an argument in the middle of the movie that I forgot about. Yeah. But I think that every other one has something that it just like you remember that it's like it, and th- that is why like this movie sticks for me like I like again I've only watched it like three times like I don't think and like I don't I don't think that the uh, That's three times too many for me. Yeah. <laughs> Like I don't think it is as bad as come and see, but no, nothing is come and no, see. No, but that's a different. That's a different thing. Like, like uh, I, 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 at the same time, I think that it, this is as close as you can get. Obviously, it's uh, come and see. It's that because it's the horror of humanity as a whole. It's a lot yeah. darker than the movie can uh, go to. Let's say this is more of a personal tragedy, mm. and I think. But at the same time, it. 
mimics in it's a way the, the the emotions and stuff like and i think that it is uh yeah like again i think that it, it could have done with 13 minutes sh- shorter maybe but yeah no, at the same time i'm i'm not hugely fussed by it like even yesterday i was kind of like i was really tired mm. and considering also that today i had like a crazy day in work that i knew it was gonna I was like, oh, I just want to go to bed. And the movie started and I was just going like, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I was glad that, that, I, so that Alex is there because <laughs> it would be a very different wa- experience watching it alone. Yeah, uh, it wasn't fun. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> like the first time that I watched it, I watched it by myself. Like, I think my brother has had this, uh, the same as Come and See. He's <laughs> had the, the moving his computer for about like 10 years. <laughs> And I tell him, like, just, just wait for the right moment. Uh, I can't tell you when that is. Yeah. You'll know. <laughs> You'll know. <laughs> um, but yeah, what was your least favorite thing? The shouty? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think more that just I couldn't, I couldn't quite find my way into it. You know, and once it, once it, it just, it broke me and then that was it. Um. Because I said, like, even though I hated every moment of it, um, it I still like it's still such because you know we're talking about this in a film that I just flat out hated so much. It you know I run out of steam on on talking about like the actual like how it's made and you know it, it it's an interesting thing that I think we could keep talking about this for a very long time, but it's just I just I I wish that I wish that I'd been able to just delve in and I I couldn't. Oh, that's a pity. Like, uh, but, like of know, course, I... I wish they uh, like enjoy them more. Again, <laughs> it's like one of this. Like, I think I had it a couple of times that is like I don't know why I didn't like this movie, but mm. I didn't kind of thing. And uh, well, you you know why, but well, for it's one, it's quite it's complicated though. And I, I'd have to say also that like uh, in general, like even when it comes to comedians and whatever, I can't deal with shouty. Mm. like even performances whatever it's like just shut the fuck up yeah mm-hmm. uh but with this because it's so raw mm. and because it's not acting let's say let's say even a great actor like christian bill or al pacino or whatever mm. if you have one scene that is incredibly shouty and they're breaking everything okay fine great performance go mm. collect your nomination <laughs> it's all right but if it was an entire movie that way i'd be checked out yeah, a hundred percent. It's like a Nicolas Cage performance. Like if you, if you want Nicolas Cage demented mode, have him in the background. <laughs> you know, like uh, have him like moon uh, moonstruck or something. <laughs> like he's just like shouting for like two minutes, and then you turn to Olivia Dukakis. Put him back in the box. Yeah, and yeah. then Olivia Dukakis has a lovely. I love her name, Dukakis. Good old Greeks, but. But yeah, like uh, uh, I mean, I, yeah, thank you. I'm not like I wasn't like mad at you. I wasn't mad in the way of like, oh, what a lovely war where it's just like, why did you pick this? Well, like you know what I mean, like because I know that you love that movie and, and everything, but I was a little mad at the same time because I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. But <laughs> with this, I appreciate. You know what I mean? Like I really kind of I understand. I'm like, yeah. Well, uh, and part of this, well, like I think that uh, like I'm surprised that it took so long because uh, I told you that I'm picking like a weird movie kind mm. of like vision, uh, and that as in like you know kind of like unique movies. Mm. Uh, regardless if it is like 
even within like Hollywood styles or whatever, and then one that is more general kind mm-hmm. of. I like that alternating, yeah. Uh, so eventually, I was gonna hit it because like the the movies that I've been picking, like uh, uh, True Stories and uh, Playtime, <laughs> they're divisive movies as well, even mm. within film fans. Yeah, you so, were doing very well. <laughs> yeah, but like at the same time, it's like if you're not, if you're just playing it safe, it's mm. not no fun. Well, where can they find us? They can find us on uh, uh, Facebook, uh, The Recommendation Game, at Twitter, uh, on Twitter, at The Rec Game, The Recommendation Game, at gmail.com, and Dublin Digital Radio Mixcloud for back episodes. Uh, or 100 back episodes on Dublin Digital Radio. I don't know if they're actually all up there on the Mixcloud, but most of them are. <laughs> <laughs> and then also we are on Dublin Digital Radio every Monday, 11 to 12. Yo. And what's next week's film, Orla? Um, I completely forgot the name of it. Little Murders? Yes, Little Murders. <laughs> I was like, love stories. And I was like, no, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking... Uh, what is his name? Uh, fucking Channing O'Neill? Ch- Chanton O'Neill? Channing Tatum? No, no. What's his name? The, <laughs> Chanan? No, no. The O'Neill, Ryan O'Neill. Okay, well, <laughs> Little Murders. Do not... 1971... Do not look up anything. Just watch it, okay? Okay. (laughs) Uh, Well, until then, uh, I was Aura McNeilis. I was Ricardo Deca. That's our last thing.